Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Welcome to the uh, latest edition of the Dogcast, brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. I'm your host, Brenton Yates, and uh, joined today by Greyhound Racing SA's racing manager, uh, Mr. Sean Matheson. As uh, Matho, we have got a big program today, our feature, of course. Uh, We are looking forward to it on Sunday, the Gawler Gold Cup. Oh, wonderful, Yatesy. We had great heats on uh, Monday night for the Group 3 feature, and the supporting program was terrific with the Stayers Cup and the Gawler Sprint Classic. Um, but, yeah, all leading into Sunday night, you know, the, the biggest meeting in the in the uh, northern region yep. for us, um, Group 3 level, going to be a great night there on Sunday night. It's going to be terrific. Uh, we're going to review all that action that Matho touched on from Sunday uh, from Monday night, the heats of the uh, Gawler Gold Cup. We've got the Lee Rogers, so a, a Grade 6 uh, specialty series. That's coming up at Angle Park on Thursday night. Uh, and also, we will look not only at the Gawler Gold Cup, We've got the Bothing Stayers, which is another feature on the night at Gawler and uh, the Sprint Classic. So it's all happening. Group 3, Gawler Gold Cup on Sunday. The Week in Review. Our Week in Review is brought to you by the uh, Fresh Pet Food Co. Proud suppliers of fresh pet food for our Gap SA uh, Greyhounds. They're in the Gap Prison programs, of course. They're based right here in South Australia. Uh, Visit Fresh Pet Food Co., .com.au for more information. Matho, Monday night, terrific stuff. Yep. Um, great action at Gawler. Uh, yep. We had some really interesting racing, uh, some uh, interesting heats of the Gawler Gold Cup, particularly the last couple. They yep. probably bobbed up a, a few surprise results. Um, sure. We'll go through the other feature information soon, but uh, I, I reckon worth checking out the uh, heats of the, the Gawler Gold Cup, mate. Started in race four. This yep. one taken out for Benny Rawlings with... Agent 99, who ran uh, 30 and 60. Yeah, well, Agent 99 continued on on the winning way after winning the Adelaide Cup consolation in really good fashion on Adelaide Cup final night. Came, has come out in the heat and run really well for the Rawlings team. 30-60. We know a couple of months ago, Agent 99 was one of our best sprinters. Had got a bit of a, a slight setback. Won the consolation now straight into a Group 3 final. Was really impressive on, on Monday night. Um Began okay, yep. and then really accelerated. Copped a little bit of pressure from Harry, who had drawn wide on the track, but then booted through up on the inside, uh, ran really fast to the back, opened them up, and ended up winning by four lengths. Springvale Max, he's a dog who actually likes Gawler, yeah. and he, he found his way to the rails yep. as well. So he was able to, to sort of punch up along the rails and, and, and qualify for the final in running second. And Harry was okay in... In third, the hard luck story Yatesy of the race was Dash of Blue. Yep. Um, found, squeezed early, sort of got worked to midfield and then copped a check off the back straight. Thought that's the race over and sprouted wings in the final straight. To run fourth will probably be in the consolation on Sunday night. So probably be very, very hard to beat there. Um, but a bit of a hard luck story, but that's racing, isn't it? I yeah. mean, Agent 99 was out in front running time um, and, and ended up winning. It was extraordinary as well, just doing the replays from, from Monday night, like on pace, how important that was. I mean, you, you speak about it there, but being in front in all of those races the other night was such a crucial part of the race. And yeah. um, it happened in the next heat. Springvale Bray was able to ping out from box one and really set up a nice break early, ran 30 and 40. 
Yeah, well, I think the, the guys on the on the last episode of the Dogcast touched on the Adhana Rico Springvale Bray sort of match race, if you like. And if you almost reverse the box draws, you might have reversed the tip. But um, Springvale Bray from the from the inside began really well. Um, we know he's got that six eighty metre strength as well, coming yep. back to the heat of the Gawler Cup. Um, 30-48, see, out in front, really, really hard to run past. Adhana Rico began okay, then stumbled a little bit just on the grass mat, lost a little bit of ground, but really accelerated well into the back straight. Thought turning for home was possibly going to go past Springvale Bray, but um, running that sort of time yeah. obviously um, didn't. Really good run from Ahana Rico, and, and obviously both of those qualified really well for the final. And zipping Digby for Tim Aloisi, um, this is a dog that's got a, a lot of ability and obviously the, getting to middle distance as well, really strong. Um, was a really solid performance in in running third in in the uh, in the heat. What about uh, heat three? So this was taken out by a bit of a roughie on the night. Uh, Thirteen dollars on the the tab fixed. Who knows, Darren for Don Turner. Once again, same story. Jumped out, led too good for both Stout Manelli and Agent Nineteen. Yeah, I think a really impressive performance. Uh, hung on really well. I think uh, most people probably felt who, who knows Darren would lead. Um, but at the, at this level, probably wouldn't be there at the end, yep. right? But and turning for home, he was challenged really hard by Agent uh, Nineteen and Stout Manelli late in the race. But um, turning for home because he shifted out a little bit. I thought, yeah. oh, he's paddling a little bit here, but he sort of kept going to the line. Yep. Thirty seventy three. Stout Manelli got home okay on the inside. There was a bit of tightening. Turning for home, ended up running second, and Agent Nineteen just into third. But yeah, like what you said, who knows Darren Led. The impressive thing about him was the three fifteen Yatesy yeah. to the to the winning post. And that's if he can produce that in the final, he's gonna be leading, or you would suspect. Yeah. And that's one thing about him. Don Turner's got him going so well and it really so so good out of the boxes as well. So really impressive. Yeah, look forward to having a chat about that box draw. To me, it really has Open the race right up. Um, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how you uh, see the race unfold because <laughs> yep. I've got my thoughts and I'm a bit confused at the, the best of them. So yep. uh, what about the fourth and final heat of the, the Gawler Gold Cup? So, uh, look, we had a short price favourite in the race, Fiorano, for Brenda Oak. We also had Could Be King, who yep. was well fancied in the race, but it ended up with a massive market drifter, Velocity Zalia, for, for Nikki Price, proving a... A little too good and showing some nice field sense uh, going around the first bend. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, as I sort of mentioned, this, the the second heat looked to be a match race and it panned out that way. Yeah. I think this heat, prior to the race, it was could be King versus Fiorano. That was sort of the match race and that yeah. sort of all got turned on its head really because of Alvin Rose showing such good speed from box one, was able to lead to the first turn and then shifted out that little bit yeah. Um, in the back straight, and Fiorano sort of got carted a bit wider. Velocity Zalia, who normally shows good speed, yeah. was able to sort of slot in um, along the rails into third and really accelerated nicely up the inside. Uh, pinched a break uh, for Nikki Price. Um, I'm not too worried about the 30.96 time. Velocity Zalia can run much faster than that and can go a lot faster early. But with that sort of interference and, and crowding, that, that sort of belied the time. Could be King, not no luck at all. I mean, he's a dog that needs a, a bit to go his way in the run to show his absolute best, and, and he wasn't able to find that on uh, Monday night. Uh, Velocity Zalia, my understanding, it was her hundredth win for the for the year, 
and it was her um, Nikki, found Price. Way, Nikki yep. Price found her way into a Group 3 final. So really congratulations to her and the team. They are going really well. She's had multiple winners uh, recently at a lot of our racing. So she's going super well. And Alvin Rose, full credit to Tony Lagana. This this dog hasn't won since February. Yeah. So um, great effort to to make it through to the final of of a Group Three. Yeah. And normally the Nikki Price kennel, like when the money comes, you probably want to be there. Yeah. And this was in reverse. Like yeah. there was no money and uh, able to get get the cash. Um, Matho, we've also got another couple of features on Sunday night. So might kick off with what you thought of the. The Bothing Stayers Heats. We had a couple of those early in on the program on Monday night. Uh, first of them taken out by Springvale Rex. Once again, another leader. Yep. Was challenged mid-race, but able to sort of boot back and respond and get the job done. Yeah, I mean, a terrific series named after Bothing, superstar of, uh, of the early 2000s, won a national um, distance championship in Tassie for Bosco uh, Semenkova and Christine Costa. But yep. um, Springvale Rex, yeah, uh, led. Um, was there to be beaten and zipping Highland down the back straight um, and off the back straight, looked to get that run on the inside, but Zipping Rex uh, sort of closed the door on yeah. on uh, Zipping Highland um, and was able to uh, kick on and end up winning by four lengths. So a quite impressive performance, 37-39. Um, Zipping Highland ran second, who has been going really well. And it was on the back of a uh, quite a number of wins yep. at Gawler. So still in really good form, still a pretty good run. And Machismo ran third. Obviously, there was only four in each of the heats, so they all go through to the final. Yep. Um, but, you know, the, probably the top two there are going to be hardest to, you know, big good challenges in the final. Well, Zipping Highland was $1.28 in that race um, yep. on Monday night. But I thought it was a terrific run. That check I think you spoke about was crucial. Like, it really cost its momentum. Got rebalanced, got going again, and I think you can see a big improvement on on Sunday. Well, the dog's been running thirty seven twenty recently and been going super well. So yes, I mean it was a good effort to to cop the check and then get, um, get back into the race to run second. Uh, the second heat, what a performance this was by Zipping Neutron for Tim yep. Aloisi, uh, short price favourite, but uh, broke the thirty seven seconds. Heavily supported, Yates. I couldn't believe he went up around about the two dollar forty mark, which wow. was. Absolutely surprising. Um, Zipping Neutron, a number of weeks ago, uh, in a he did trial at Gawler, and, and he did break 30 second, 37 seconds um, sort of unofficially. Yep. Um, so, you know, we didn't know what we were going to get from him, you know, at Gawler. But he was so impressive, particularly his last section. He actually was crowded early in the race. I know it was only a small field, but he just had dogs on his outside, dog on his inside. And then um, down the back straight, he was just clear running. He moseyed up to um, Kruger Lass, who had got a nice run through to, to hit the lead. Yep. But then off the back straight, that power kicked in for um, Zipping Neutron. 36.92, raced away to win by five lengths. Uh, to put that into perspective, the track record, which is held by Bothing, yes. is 36.81, um, held, uh, sorry, set in 2006. So 17 years it's probably 17 years since a dog's probably broken 37 seconds, to be to be brutally honest. Um, I can't recall anything going any faster. No, I can't. Um, so, I mean, Zipping Neutron's in such electric form, it's going to be really hard to beat in the final. Sort of how you sort of saw the heats. Yeah, absolutely. What, what I liked was um, able to hold a position a bit, you know. Like, this is a greyhound who historically can sort of get right out the back as well, but able to hold a position, really move into it nicely and... Yeah. 
just really strong. Um, well, I'd, I would say um, track record would be in doubt. I mean, you, I know you've labelled some track records <laughs> in your time, but I reckon this one could go. I mean, if he it is an eight dog field on yeah. Sunday night, depends where he draws. The yep. draws come out later, sort of today. Um, where he draws and who's around him as to where he positions in the race, going to yep. be really hard to beat. And and Tim, to his credit, he's got Zibinutron coming out a lot better, isn't he? Yes. And he's always sitting on pace. Yep. So, I mean, that's going to be crucial for him on Sunday night. But an eight-dog field, you just never know what could happen. Yeah, I'm not tipping record there, Matho. No, okay. That, that long-standing bothing is, uh, as you say, stood the test of time. Has, yeah. uh, now, the Spring Classic, we had a uh, some heats of that as well. So, uh, race nine, was it our first heat uh, where we had Go Go Snow? Race eight. Race, race eight. eight. Okay, so let's just uh, drag up the information there. I'm pretty sure I've come prepared as... Yep. As uh, I should have, Matho. <laughs> oh, this was uh, Ashley Griffith's dog, Cash on Delivery. Cash on delivery. Fantastic record at Gawler, ran good time, 22.63. Once again, another leader, able to yep. bounce out over the short course and too good for Mr. Ticket, who sort of ran on pretty well, Yeah, actually, all things considered. I like Mr. Ticket's run. Mm. Obviously, a dog that's more of a master's age now for the Rawlings team, but a really nice run and got home nice and strong. Cash on delivery um, began really well, but then was strongly challenged by Emily Apollo, who yep. has that really good first section, but was able to um, see that challenge off um, and then race away, win by a length and a half. But as I said, Mr. Ticket stuck to his guns really well yep. in behind. But cash on delivery for, the, for Ashley Griffiths has been going really, really well. We know the dog's got really close to the track record at Gawler yep. um, over the last couple of months. 22.63, again, uh, probably the dog can go faster than that. We know it can, um, and depends where it draws in the final as to how, how their chances are. But loves Gawler and has got a great record there. Uh, what about Go Go Snow for Tamika Dunn, uh, running 22-51? and 51. Yeah. Has always shown some nice talent over the short course, particularly at Gawler, yeah. but she really flew the lids yeah. the, the other night, didn't it? Well, it's a dog that... Um, showed how good it was for the North versus South Challenge. Yep. Did, did win that series. Um, it's a dog that does like to course a bit wide, but has enough speed to utilise an inside draw. Yep. And, and that's what Go Go Snow did. As you mentioned, 22.51, running that sort of time out in front. Loves the Gawler track for Tamika and, and really, really impressive performance. Magic Poppet did well to, to run into second, you know, three and a half lengths away and Sutton Prince um, into third. But, you know... Um, and this is going to be crucial in the final. These dogs that are out in front on speed are just hard to beat, and Go Go Snow showed that. Yeah, th this is going to be really intriguing come the box draw and come Sunday night is that early speed battle because, uh, look, once again, the, the next uh, heat taken out by Universal Value. Uh, led, headed, able to respond, come back, and yeah. too good. But this, this early pace battle that... These uh, heat winners have come through. It's really going to come to a head on Sunday night. Well, they, they've all won from inside draws, but I actually think they're all suited a, a little bit out. Um, Even more so this dog. You know, yeah. like particularly universal value from memory. I haven't got the record in front, but I, I just seem to remember box sevens, and you know yeah. he's really good from those wide ones. Yeah, agreed. And and he was challenged, and 22.56 in winning was a, a good time, and he was really strong the last little bit as well. Yeah. So probably not as fast as the other dogs to the to the first split off the back straight, but probably a bit stronger. So um, for the Widolts team going really well, Rock and Rhino was a nice run, probably a step up in, in class yep. into this sort of um, group of dogs, but a, a really good performance. Silk Sonic showed good early speed 
and did challenge Universal Value really hard. And then Pax and Dutton came through and then um, sort of pushed Silk Sonic out wide. Silk Sonic could be a bit of an each way chance if it happens to draw well. Um, but as mentioned, the, the dog's up on speed. They've got the speed and they've got the strength. So it'll be crucial who gets to that uh, first turn first. That is going to be so crucial. And the box draw is is going to uh, you know have a lot to do with that. Um, and there's a lot of firsts in that little sentence, Matt. No, no. Well. <laughs> well, I mean, interesting about the sprint race, normally it is a dogs who want to lead and be hard on the rail. I yeah. don't necessarily think this is that race. I think, as I said, these dogs, they like a little bit of room, particularly early in the race. And over 400 metres at, at this level, you, you don't necessarily want to be a bit wide. But I think with their speed, yeah. they like it out there and they can just really, really build momentum to that first The, the interesting part as well is through those heats, a lot of them did absorb outside pressure, like maybe with the exception of Go Go Snow, who'd skipped away a little bit, but there was outside pressure that they absorbed, soaked up, and then able to respond yeah. again, which is a good sign. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. So look, looking forward to it. It's going to be a cracker, no doubt about it. Uh, that's a look back at the uh, the week that was, but we have got a big, big preview coming up. We've got Thursday night. We've got Sunday. We're going to get stuck right into it. The Preview. Oh, the preview is brought to you by the 2023 Gawler Gold Cup, the Group 3 race. Uh, join us trackside on this coming Sunday, uh, the 29th of October, the 2023 Gawler Gold Cup. There'll be plenty happening, uh, lots of food stalls. There'll yep. be kids' entertainment, Matho. Uh, look, there is some still hospitality package availability, from my understanding. Uh, so you can head to greyhoundracingsa.com.au. Uh, tickets are selling fast, so really jump on and fit Figure out where you'd like to be, um, either upstairs, downstairs, and there'll be an option for everyone. So jump on and check it out. Most definitely. And the good thing is the weather forecast, Yatesy, as well. Yeah. We're in, in daylight saving at the moment, yeah. around 28, 29 degrees. Yeah. Beautiful out there at Gawler. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I say make sure you jump online, have a look what options suit you, or just come general admission, because we know the racing on track is going to be wonderful, but there's yeah. going to be plenty for other people with, the, I say, food trucks and entertainment. And, and as far as being up close to the animal, Gawler is as good as it gets because yeah. you can actually be right at the fence and they are right there yeah. to almost touch. That's how close you are to the action. So even if you are having a bit of a time upstairs, you definitely want to get down to ground level and experience the speed and you know hear the sounds and yep. figure out what it's all about because apart from the straight track where they sort of at Murray Bridge they go straight past, yep. this is as close as you get to the action here in South Australia yeah of all our four tracks yep. for all of the distances it's it's you are right there right on top of it yep. at all parts of the track yep. around the turn yep. right in front of the winning post you're right there so yep. yeah i mean i i look back when I was younger, yeah. going to the Gawler track, you used to race on Wednesday nights. That's right. And you just lean over the fence and yeah. you, you virtually touch them. Obviously, we don't recommend anyone doing that. <laughs> but you're right there and you get that yeah. real adrenaline rush. Adrenaline rush. So yeah. it's really good. And you, you you can really appreciate the athlete that is yeah. the uh, the racing greyhound. Uh, okay, we'll get to Sunday in a moment, Matho. We've got yep. to get through Thursday night, uh, yes. of course, first of all. So uh, we've got the Lee Rogers. Uh, so heats of that. Now, this is a, a grade six series. We've got heats on Thursday night yeah so i mean named after lee rogers who is a much loved respected food and beverage manager um back in the early 2000s was here for 10 years um prior to that um unfortunately a, a, an aggressive former cancer took his life far too soon he's got three beautiful young um daughters who are probably 
close to teenagers now. Um, and obviously his wife, Rachel, and they'll be all on course um, Thursday week for the final. And they get a big crowd there because a lot of yeah. Lee's family comes from Mount Gambier as well. They all travel up. It's a really wonderful night for them to um, to honour a man who, who put a lot of time and effort into, into racing here in South Australia. So it's great that the race is named after him. It's at gr- grade six level. We're really wrapped that we got five heats. Yeah. Um, and they're all nice, nice up and coming dogs as well at that level. And um, there have been some super winners of the race. Um, Victor Damien won the race last year, and we know what a super dog he is. So, um, yeah, hopefully, no doubt, the winner of this series will go on to bigger and better things. But, you know, our first heat of the race is um, race three yep. on the night. And, you know, initially looking at it, um, the main chance in the race looked to be like Zinfandel Evie and. and Unholy Rain, who yes. both have really good early speeds. Infinite Evie's come back really well with a slick 342-metre win, 1932. And Unholy Rain has been going really well at Gawler, showing really good speed. And so I think it'll be a bit of a speed battle to the first turn. Can't, dis- uh, can't disagree at all. They're, they're the two that I had pegged, uh, had circled as well. So yeah. I think it's an eight and three setup. I've got the eight in front of the three, um, just on, on early thoughts. Uh, what about the next heat? So, uh, look, I had the seven here, fantastic Ada, who, uh, gee, I liked her win at Murray Bridge last run. Um, stayed out deep, able to move over, and then just able to really have a nice run through the line, which you do like to see because something that is a little bit of a pattern through some of these heats is we've got some shorter course greyhounds who are sort of stepping up to this longer range. Now, I don't have as much of a concern with a 455 Murray Bridge dog that I do with maybe a 342 Angle Park dog, for example, as far as being able to be strong enough over the journey. Yeah, agreed. And, I mean, this dog, the fantastic dogs that the Cheggiers have had such great success with, that sort of line of dog that comes from... Uh, New South Wales into South Australia on the back of it's won two wins and a second for three starts here in SA and as you mentioned the 455 is 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 a strong run you've yeah. got to be able to go go well um, so I think it's it'll probably be close to odds on I reckon in the race yeah um, I've got respect for Texas Ear which is gee it was a run wasn't it wasn't it the Over other the night 95 extraordinary um, look uh, obviously Quest for Extra the favourite ended up winning but. He found all sorts of trouble around that first bend, Texas. Yeah. He out of the home straight and really able to balance and get rolling again. I, I didn't know if he had that sort of run in him, to be honest with yeah. you, over that trip. And he really surprised me. And um, I've sort of elevated him in my thinking as far as ability. Yeah, I think with a bit of clear running on Thursday night, yeah. he, he'll give Fantastic Ada a bit of a run for for her money. Um but it was a really good run, yep. eye-catching. So, yeah. I mean, plenty of talent there for Texas Ear. Yep. Obviously, Taylor Walker involved there from yep. the Crows. But um, I'd have Ada on top, but Texas Ear, I'd, I'd be looking for, for that dog late. The other one that I had in as a little smoky is Patina. Now, yeah. always gives away a big start, but she has got a massive finish on her. And yep. if there's any sort of scramble and she gets her luck, to me, can be right in this race. Um, but... You know, she will miss the start. She'll be a fair way back. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, she's always almost got a bit of a back me next week written all yeah. over, isn't, isn't she? You've just got to catch her on the night. And yeah. who knows, Thursday night might be the night. What about the third heat? I had all sorts of uh, trouble trying to sort through this. I thought maybe, uh, who knows, Gus would be one short in the market with Vaden Ros, who actually had its career over here earlier, of course, yep. and uh, has been doing some racing recently in Sydney. Yep. Uh, the other one that I thought uh, was... Oh, Robin McKellar's dog, Get Up Jimmy, obviously, I thought would be yeah. uh, right in this as one six of eight. 
Yeah, I think, um, get up, Jimmy, they're stepping up to the 5.30 for the first time, but has run the times that that puts it right in this race yep. um, early door. So, um, you know, the 22.4 angle uh, at Gawler is electric, really, yep. last start. So I think it's going to be the dog to beat. I, I sort of had terrific Bobby again for the Cheggiers, which did win two starts ago over the 5.30, so has that 5.30 metre form. Yep. Not much luck um, in running fifth last week behind Spring Flute. That was at Murray Bridge in a heat. Yep. Um, but I think, I mean, it, it's got the 5.30 metre form, as you touched on. There's some dogs coming up to 5.30, and there's some dogs already there. So I think he's one that's there. But get up, Jimmy, for mine, would be favourite there. And I'd respect um, who knows Gus, because that's the same line as the who knows Darren, um, uh, which is in the Gawler Cup final. Yep. So... Um, yeah, I think it will go well. Uh, well, take us through the fourth heat, Matho. So uh, all sorts of different converging form lines here. We've got short course runners stepping up. We've got middle distance runners dropping back. We've got some southeast company. Um, really difficult to sort through. I sort of had a bit of a leaning to, to top Cadillac, who, uh, look, this is one for Captain Abbott, who's won six of 11 career. I love that sort of strike rate. Yep. And in this style of series, a grade six type of series, I thought might be able to make its presence felt. I thought maybe McFrenzy and Rico Nismo would be the couple that might be at the top of the market there. Well, for, for these heats, I've done little marks. For the yeah. for this heat, I've got them all marked. <laughs> so I think that's the way it's a bit reflective of, of, yeah. of and probably be reflective of the market here. I can't yeah. see anything being short in this market. No. Um, Mac Frenzy has been running really good races but needs luck. Yeah. Um, Rico Nismo, similar story. Been running good races off the inside. Probably a dog that likes to get a bit wide, so probably box one doesn't suit um, him, uh, suit her as well. Yep. But has been running over that 530-metre journey. Orson Surfer won two starts ago on a Saturday morning. Um, and then you spoke of the likes of Top Cadillac, who brings that Mount Gambier form yep. and has a really impressive record. So Cap Abbott's made the trip the long trip yep. to Adelaide with a team for this series, I would suspect this is his top chance. Yep. So I'd be fully respective of, of the way that dog's going to go and did have a hit out um, last week in running sixth over 5.30. Clob it early. Clob yeah, it you, early. Yeah, you just yeah. had to forget that run. It was totally, totally different to what it's been doing in the yeah. southeast and even from wide draws in the southeast has been getting it done well. So... Um, I, I just put a pen straight through that effort. But the advantage it does have... It, it oh, it's had, had a look? The, it's yep. had a look. It's had the experience. Yes, it, it didn't have any luck, but it's it's had a yep. one week here. So they, as we know, with the law, which yeah. we've been told about, the second look always goes a bit better. So yep. um, I'd be certainly keeping that dog safe. And the dog like Chudini's had good 595 metre form. I think it's a really wide open, so I wouldn't begrudge anyone having a crack at any of them in yeah, the race. Yeah, no, terrific uh, setup and really hard to put the uh, the pen through anything, so to speak. Um, what about the next? Uh, heat five. So this is our fifth and final heat, uh, Matho, of the Lee Rogers. And yep. I think we've got a really nice one uh, sort of making his way at the moment, lost at sea. He really has taken the next step, I feel. Um, yeah. Uh, look, we haven't seen that real bottom end time as far as putting it on the board, but in this style of race, given his early pace, uh, I thought he'd be pretty hard to beat. No, I agree. I yeah. think the early pace there is the key. I think um, he, he's shown with his last four wins at Angle Park, he's been coming through the Saturday morning, Thursday night series, yep. which I think is a really good series to, for dogs to build confidence and establish themselves as over the 530-metre journey. So... Um, He's done that. Yes. So he now takes this step into grade six 
um, Lee Rogers' company, um, and I think he'll he'll deliver. I think he'll be really hard to beat. I think he leads and he and he wins because I don't think anything in the race can possibly do the times he's doing at the moment. Yeah. I would have liked if Fawn Charger had a drawn a little bit closer to the rail. Box eight probably doesn't suit for Brenda Oakey for that dog, and the likes of Caesar and Bundy Baz, who are, who need to take a, another step forward to be competitive. But I think Lost at Sea. Dog to beat in that one. Yeah, he's one of my better bets for the night. I thought Bundy Baz might be the uh, the danger. Uh, all right, terrific. So that's a look at the Lee Rogers Matho. Time yep. now to focus on uh, on our features, particularly the Gawler Gold Cup. I guess we can have a little brush over the uh, the bow thing, which we spoke sure. about. Obviously, uh, box draw still to come for that, yep. and also the uh, classic sprint. Yep. Uh, so give us your tip for the uh, the bow thing, the middle distance. Yeah, I've got to have Zippy Neutron on yep. top. Um, I. Th- I th- I just think he'll be really, really hard to beat um, wherever he draws. I think Kruger Lass um, was a really good run behind Zipping Neutron and ran actually faster time than the other heat. And then I'd put Zipping Highland in for third. I yep. think out of that heat, as you, we mentioned earlier in the show, desperately unlucky and probably could have got the run off the back straight and yep. didn't. So that'd be my top three. Yeah, look, I'm with Zipping Neutron. Uh, can't go past. I would have Zipping Highland in as the, the threat. Uh, and I thought Springvale Rex might be worthy of uh, of inclusion, but obviously Kruger Lass for, for Bronwyn Welsh, uh, pretty hard to leave out. Uh, what about the classic sprint? Did you have a, uh, a leaning there, or um, you got a feeling box draw could be all important for that? Box draw, very important. So yeah. tempered with the box draw. But I, I think cash on delivery has shown yeah. that it can get the job done and it can run the time. So for Ashley Griffiths and the team there, I'd, I'd look to have um, that greyhound on top. It's easy enough then to put, put the heat winners in, Go Go Snow and um, Universal, Universal Value because they're going to be really hard to beat. But I think it's box draw dependent. We mentioned Mr. Ticket. If if, if he actually draw very favourably for him, which is probably a little bit wider, but if, he, if he's if he got some speed on his inside, he yep. might um, run a bit of a race. Yep. Uh, look, I can't add much to that. Uh, I <laughs> think that's about where we, where we sit. Uh, but what I do want to talk about is the Group 3 Gawler Gold Cup this Sunday night. I'll run through the box draw. Still no uh, market for us just at this particular stage, yep. but that won't be far away. Uh, so it's as follows. At Hana Rico, box one, uh, who knows Darren in two, Springvale Bray box three, Springvale Max in four, Velocity Zalia box five, Alvin Rose in the six, Stout Manelli box seven, and Agent 99 in box number eight. Uh, fantastic final. Yep. Box draw has made it really intriguing for me. Um, take us through it, Matho. What are you thinking? How does this all play out? Again, I mean, we, we do say this with a lot of our feature races, not because we want to be a broken record about it, but it's, it's the reality of this race yep. and the, the, the group races that we've had in the past that um, the dogs are so even, evenly matched with speed and strength that box draws matter. But this has thrown up a really quite an interesting occurrence because, I mean, I think we both would probably agree, who knows, Darren, out of box two, has shown that it's really consistent the way it begins and probably gets to the winning post first. Yep. But I think it's a matter of who challenges and who gets on the inside. Yep. That's the key there. And so my thoughts initially was who knows Darren's leads. At Hana Rico, when the box draw came out, they wanted to draw box one because of the way the dog raced. And we saw that through the Adelaide Cup series. If it drew anywhere near the fence, it would have been right, right in it. So it's drawn box one exactly where it wants to be. But I'm just a little bit concerned that it's not electric out of the boxes and it might not be hard on the back of, of who knows, Darren Early Doors and the likes of a Springvale Max who we know loves the rails and has drawn box four 
just darts down. Yep. And then at Hanariko is an extra dog back, let alone the speed that comes from out wide, the likes of Velocity Zalia, who we know can begin much better than it did in the heat. Agent 99 from box eight um, has really good speed. And Springvale Bray showed speed and strength in being the fastest qualifier. That's a really interesting runner for me, given the box draw and... You know, speed underneath, that, that that one is the real fly in the ointment for me, Springvale Bray in this race. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, he began really well yep. um, in the heats. I don't think he necessarily begins well all the time. That's that's the question, you know, <laughs> and particularly with such venom, like fired out and was right there. Uh, I mean, if it's putting pressure on who knows Darren early, then it's a different race for me than if who knows Darren's getting a clear lead. Yep. And then... If Bray's not out, is Max trying to? Are they bumping together um, at Hanariko? Where is it finding itself? Is it jumped a bit better or not? Is it the three pairs back on the inside where it probably doesn't want to be? It's it's really intriguing and out deep. Like Agent Nine Nine, we saw in the heat, just wanted to crash down to the fence on the first bend. Yeah. Um, look, it probably is going to use a little bit of space in the early part, but it, it dead set wants to get down yeah. on the first bend, and that could cause all sorts of chaos. Most definitely, yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's only a short run to the first turn as well, so there'll be a lot of crowd and ac- crowded action if they all get there at the same time for the dogs who've got the speed. My, so if I break it down, yep. I'm actually I'm leaning towards a dog that I think will begin okay right. and will have the strength at the end. So I'm actually leaning towards Stout Manelli who Yatesy okay. from box seven, I think he will get out to ridiculous odds in this race. Yep. Um, and I think each way all day, because he came out in a 5.28 in the heat, and it looked like he wasn't as fast as the other dogs, but it was because who knows Darren went so fast yep. early. So a 5.28 is actually quite good. First look at Gawler. Um, he, he's shown for a bit wider. When he draws a bit wider, he can actually come out rolling, and I think that's what I'd like to see him do. Alvin Rose on the inside, I don't think will begin as well as what he did in the heat. And well, and he stayed right. right up, didn't he, Alvin Rose? He did. Like, he took uh, Fiorano right off the track. Uh, so you wouldn't want him coming out. No. I mean, the, the, the risk you got there is is the sandwich. Like, Correct. Alvin Rose coming out, Agent 99 coming in, and Stout Manelli just getting clobbered. So um, what I'm banking on is Alvin <laughs> Rose not beginning how it began in the heat, yep. which is a bit of hit and miss, Alvin Rose. Well, yeah. Uh, and Agent 99... Actually, absolutely agree with your point. It wants to get down to the rail, but for a few strides after the start, it likes to come out, come out a little bit, yep. and then get going hard down. I take that point. So yep. I think Stout Manelli, if it, he can come out rolling with them, I think the likes of Velocity Zalia will apply really strong pressure to the dogs on the inside. I think he might be able to position, you know, maybe in a one-one position, maybe to use harness terms, and and maybe be in a bit of a striking position. Yep. So I think each way, I think he's the one I'm going to have on top. I would have liked to have tip at Hanariko. I'm just a bit worried where at Hanariko will get and really wants to be wants to be on the rail. But if he's got dogs in front of him, it's going to be really hard to uh, to get around. So I'm going to go with Stout Manelli at Hanariko to get maybe a lucky split at the end of the race. Going really well at yep. Hanariko. Um, my thoughts are I think Velocity Zalia will probably put enough pressure on who knows Darren might be able to hold on for third and I put Springvale Bray in for fourth but I think I could get all four right <laughs> it's a phenomenal race what about um, you? how did you look see it? I've I've taken a bit of a different view so I'm going for speed and leading and thinking there's going to be some trouble so I'm with who knows Darren and it's going to be odds so yeah. it, I think is going to be odds it is a heat winner but it was 13 or 14 bucks when it won the other night 
I think it's the clear leader here. Um, I don't think Springvale Bray is going to match it to the first bend early. So for me, that gives who knows Darren a bit of scooter wade room. Yeah. I think there'll be all sorts of jostling in behind. Your point on Adhana Rico is really intriguing. If it gets the back of who knows Darren, um, I'm as worried as anything yeah. coming to the home turn Definitely. because Darren probably rolls up, Adhana Rico probably flies through, and that that's the race done because top end talent at Hana Rico is far more than who knows Darren for me. But sure. the way race shape and luck happens, anything can unfold. Stout Manelli is an interesting one as well. The way you've spoken about his chances, there's no doubt if it's a finish on sort of race, then he's right in it right up to his ears. And that my main concern with who knows Darren is the first scenario you brought up, which is Springvale Max gets the spot behind the leader. Mm. If that happens, I think the race is done. I think Springvale Max will win. Um, but I'm going to go with who knows Darren um, yep. on top to beat Springvale Max. Healthy respect for both Adhana Rico and Stout Manelli. Um, yep. And have risked Springvale Bray because yep. is it going to fly out like it did last run? But certainly, Capel, I think it's a terrific final. I yep. really do. And, and the other thing, Yates, as well... In a lot of races, we sort of think whoever leads to the first turn wins. And whilst you've got who knows Darren on top, it doesn't necessarily mean he's, he's over the line. And it doesn't necessarily mean even if he gets cross and some other dog leads, it doesn't necessarily mean to say they'll win. I think it's that type of race where there's an op- absolute lot of permutations around the speed to the first turn, but it doesn't mean the other dogs are out of the race. No. There's a lot of dogs. If you're if these other dogs like Max, um, Springvale, Bray, Hana, Rico, Stout, yeah. Manelli, if they're sitting on the leader, they're a big chance to run past. Yeah, look, if, if if who knows Darren goes to the first bend and there's no trouble, then I'm done. He can't win, in yep. my view. Yep. If if he goes to the first turn and there's trouble, that's his chance. Sure. And at the odds, I'm willing to have a throw at the stumps yeah. there because if they get through the first bend and they're all clean and in their spots, they'll run over the top. There's no doubt in my mind that that will happen. Yep. I just have real concerns where they all want a position that they're going to get in each other's way. Yeah. And particularly with Agent 99 drawn out deep. Like I, I can just see some real scrimmaging to the first bend. So that's what I'm banking on. Uh, I'll know on the first bend as yep. to how things are looking because if they all get through untouched, then I would find it very difficult that Darren could lead all the way. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So uh, interesting, really intriguing final. So that's Sunday night. Jump on at greyhoundracingsa.com.au uh, to uh, check out uh, the hospitality packages. Uh, Matho, um, what about Thursday night? Best bets. So yep. uh, who do you like? What's your top selection for uh, for Angle Park. Well, it's, it's, it is a hard meeting, as we touch on with the Lee Rogers heat, um, but I'm going to go race 11, number one, Buzz the Hustler, oh, as my best bet be of the short, night. got to be short, doesn't it? Well, it probably will be, but unfortunately, unlike you, I don't get the odds <laughs> on his rolls. They normally win if I tip them. That's fair um, enough. And I don't tip them that often. Um, Gee, he was good, wasn't he, in the feature file was. the other week? He yeah. drew eight, which, which, and he got that nice run across, but he ran 30-40, and he mm. was really good. Because I got a lot of time, Magical Mystique for Bosco, yeah. Christine. She goes really good. Has some nice strength about her. Yeah. Um, and, it, look, that was his PB, Buzz yeah. the Hustler. The way, but the way he did it, uh, gee, I, I really liked the run. And, oh, look, I'm with you 100%. I just yeah. thought it was a bit short. Should be a bit short. If I... Okay, if I have to throw <laughs> another one in, if, if she's too short, um, you know, let's go with, um, well, multi-up lost at sea. Okay. Uh, that's probably what you're going to do. I can live you're with that. that. <laughs> multi-up lost at sea, race seven, number two, probably leads and wins, but we'll probably be shortish as well. Um, Will you get black figures or not? Lost at sea, mm-hmm. I... 
I didn't know if you might just get the two dollars. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe early markets if mm. the tab get that one wrong. Yeah. Uh, okay. Look. Uh, so you're a multi lost at sea and do. Well, I think so to get slightly better yeah. odds. Well, look, I'm with Lost at Sea, um, so I've probably uh, stopped the train for you there. But look, I just like everything he's been doing. The progression he's making has been nice. Uh, this looks a nice fit for him in the next step sort of going forward. Yep. Um, and I thought would boot through lead and, and be the one to beat. Uh, I like race 12. Uh, it's Smudgy is yep. uh, a greyhound that I'm... I'm going with here. So, uh, look, it's been doing its recent racing, obviously, in Broken, Broken Hill, Hill yes. uh, and has been doing well uh, up there. Um, I think comes back to Angle Park. She's got great ability around here. She's super experienced, um, can put herself sort of right in the race in what, to me, doesn't look crazy speed underneath. Like, yeah. you got Webleck Wave probably won't begin. You've got Psychotic Babe, probably the better beginner of those underneath, and Webleck Nova, who traditionally won't show sizzling tempo. So I thought it'd be able to slot over and be a bit too good. Yeah, she's hard to beat. She's won her last three at Broken Hill yep. um, against OK opposition, but she's shown that she can run time here at Angle Park. She's been a great dog for the Trencos. Yeah. She's been a super dog f- for them. Yep. Um, and, yeah, she'll be really hard to beat. Partic- if she leads, yep. this is one. If she leads, I don't think they'll run past her. Well, Matho, uh, been a great dog cast. Plenty yep. to get through. We've got Thursday night, so uh, tune in for yep. that. And uh, the big one, of course, Group 3, Gawla Gold Cup on Sunday night. Should be a ripper. Oh, going to be great. And the supporting program, as yeah. we've already touched on, and the other race on the night, we're going to be great. So from racing enthusiasts, encourage everyone to get out there for Gawla. Fantastic stuff. Uh, that's it for the dog cast today. We'll see you at the track.